0: and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator, Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host, in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCready.
1: Welcome to... Into- Another edition of McCready and Siski powered by rain, total body fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That's Tyler Siski here for episode 124. Jeff Collins will join us in a few minutes and, um, mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, the weekend that was in college football as we get ready for a really pretty big weekend of college football this weekend, a lot of games. Uh, on the slate uh, in case you didn't know uh CBS did the obvious thing for CBS it was no not all of next week's games they did the uh 6 day window to see what happens this weekend so it's really big weekend of football the college football playoff initial f- thing comes out tomorrow so uh, a lot to talk about so we'll get to all of those things momentarily um first I'll tell you that we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Neil, I'm rocking with the Valencia orange
2: today. Put it in the freezer, got a little slush in it. And I'm going with the uh, – I need a rain. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little under the weather, not bad. Just it's cold, I'm hurting. I'm going with a little – Try to get a little extra. I'm, I'm going to make myself believe this is going to make me feel better. So I'm rolling for the, for the Lindsay Orange. Okay. And, Neil, I can tell some that. some vitamins in there? Uh, yes. We got we got all kinds of stuff. I'd like to read it on the back of the can, but my eyes were <laughs> no longer on my head. I'm going to have to pass to you, let you read it. Uh, but, no, it, it really does. It makes uh I feel better once I drink it. And, Neil, as you also know, the Cooper Chevrolet chat is already hopping. Uh, Cooper Chevrolet and Aniston is busting high interest rates with high interest rates with super low financing and no payments for 90 days on most SUVs. Get 2.9% APR or over $4200 off the Chevy Equinox. You can also get 2.1% APR on the Blazer, Trailblazer, and Traverse, which is what I just purchased by the way. Um even on the Silverado Heavy Duty. Learn more at cooperchevrolet.com.
1: All of our MPW digital content also presented by Twisted Tea. I'll tell you more about Twisted Tea a little bit later in the show, unless I forget at which point I'll get really mad at myself for forgetting, but I probably won't forget about it because I've talked about it now. Basically, if you're ready to elevate your college football game day experience, Twisted Tea can help. It's your game day beverage for college football fans. Yeah, what we're waiting on, Jeff. Um, So uh,
2: Friday night the quarterback at they played Lewisburg the quarterback at Lewisburg he could spin it now i was i had to look him up i was like who's this cat uh he can he can really spin it that's a
1: big school and it's just right they just they just built it in the middle of nowhere it's just yeah. big school all that growth out of memphis people moving to north mississippi it's just we need a school let's just build one and they built one like out in like a pasture basically it's huge what it's is, really nice what but, is
2: the loop um i don't know I, i'm not the loop that goes from tunica all the way to millington yeah. Um, anyway, it's right in the middle of that. 269. 269. Then, yeah. It's it's right off of that, about seven miles off to be exact. Seven point two miles off. But no, they 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 had a – the quarterback really spinning did a really good job. I had to uh, – my experience is I had to – first time ever, I don't do well watching games. I had to get up and move um, seats after about a quarter and a half. Why? Um, I was actually te- texting Chase because his uh, brother coaches. Mm-hmm. And I actually, uh, I did film the guy. Off, I was trying to be inconspicuous. They just wearing the coaches out for no reason. Like, you know how fans get. Like, I can't stand it. Where are the Oxford coaches out? Oxford coaches. It was like fourth and 36, okay? Fourth and 36 in the first quarter. Oxford only had 10 guys on the punt team. So cut, doing what you should do. Just take the delay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, what's too- Save a timeout.
1: Fourth and 41, this fourth guy and 36. This is
2: wearing the coaches out for not taking a timeout and then getting to delay a game because, by gosh, he didn't want fourth and 41. He wanted to punt from fourth and 36. I mean, just wearing them out like bad. And then the quarterback, he they were running some kind of post read or something, I don't remember, but the quarterback threw in double coverage. He starts yelling at the coaches to stop calling plays that the quarterback has to throw the ball into double coverage. And at that point, I just had to get up and walk away. I got up and I saw a friend of mine sitting over there. And uh, I said, hey, man, I'm coming to sit next to you. I can't. I had great seats. I was like midfield. Uh, But it was to the point that my son, after the game, he came home and he goes, Dad, did you hear that crazy guy from the stands? I said, "Yep, I sure did. I did. I can't do it,
1: man." So he was an Oxford guy that made those. Oxford guy, because the game was up there, right? It was up there. It was yeah. an Oxford
2: guy. Yeah, man. Wow. I got him on film. I'll show him to you later. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, they. Uh, it was a tight game. They won. Uh, I think they won by seven. But it was good. I'll
1: text Jeff. You got any more anything else to pay before we get out of here? Um, I'll just go ahead and tell you about twisted tea. It's unlike any hard beverage you've had before it's made with real brewed tea packs a flavorful punch five percent alcohol no carbonation delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion there's no need to settle for the usual twisted tea turns up any occasion especially when you're cheering for your favorite team whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot watching at a bar or hosting friends at home twisted tea is there to elevate game day experience it perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments so let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences with twisted tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Um, I'm just glad that also
2: OPC, they came to their senses today and canceled the flag football games for tonight.
1: Oh yeah. It was smart. Dude, come on. gonna <laughs> be a little chilly.
2: My wife said they were going, they were, they were going to, they were going to roll it. So, um, we're well, waiting
1: on Jeff. You know it's soccer season because here, here comes the Here comes the cold, dude. Here I, it comes. I don't. I don't do well with cold. There are some games. There are some soccer games where, for high school, that time of the year, you you get the you get the heater.
2: Yeah, we're still here. We got. We got a man Scoops on the on the producing button. You do you do a good job with that producing deal. There he is, hey, La- hey. ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, the minister of mayhem himself, Jeff Collins. How hey, we doing, hey, brother?
3: Doing great, man.
2: I thought you were dressing up today.
3: I am. This is my this is my uh, Halloween costume.
2: Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like okay. that. All
3: right. So my daughter, my daughter's going as a. Uh, Skeleton rock star, and I'm her. Uh, I'm her bouncer.
2: Okay, so your security. The,
3: I got the Ronnie James Dio hard rock hand signal on the hat, and <laughs> so I'm ready to roll.
1: You never know what whether you're going to get for Halloween. Some years in the South, it's hot on Halloween. This is going to be one of those years where it's going to be really cold on Halloween. Yep. It's going to be interesting to see how that impacts trick or treat strategy tomorrow. Because if you if you're if you're a trick or treater, you start getting a little cold. You, you got to spread the word as to which house has the good candy and which house is not worth the trouble. Because you unless you unless you can handle the cold, at which point you, you have an advantage because there might be more candy for you. But if you are <laughs> if you are making a decision of like, hey, it's getting a little chilly, maybe it's time to start wrapping this up. You. If you find out a house is passing out like just a little lollipop or something, you're like, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go to the one that's got the Reese's or whatnot.
2: I didn't even ask my wife. We usually have a Halloween party. I don't know if we're having one or not. I probably should know that, but we usually have. Yeah,
3: I've, I've already been to two so far. We had a, we had a, birthday, a Halloween party, we went through Friday night, and then we had one on a Saturday late afternoon during the cocktail party.
2: There you go. How you how did did you so did you go back to back? Did you did you did you turn them up or did you go no alcohol on the on the on the trip?
3: So I don't drink, so that was easy that was easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> but we went we went to the, both of those parties, I got the easy way out. Uh we went as New England leaf lookers, Instagrammers uh to both of those parties. So my wife had this cardboard uh like an Instagram frame that she just carried around <laughs> with her and she was all Decked out, and I just wore a nice little, uh, little jogger, whatever tracksuit outfit, and a hat, and I carried a Starbucks cup around. Uniform outfit costume was pretty simple. For oh, that was
2: well done. If you have to go to another Halloween party, you will start drinking. You'll, you'll, you'll. That's what. That's what. How that works. All right. Speaking of Halloween, here, here you go. What the, the key question is, because Neil like teed it up. All right, it's gonna be cold tomorrow night. So the kids yep. need to know where all the good candy is. What are the Collins passing out for Halloween candy tomorrow
3: night? Yeah, so we the, the little neighborhood we live in right now, there's only 5 houses on the whole block, so we get we got literally got zero traffic last year, but I am a big king-size candy bar dude. Wow. I want, I want to be the house that oh that 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 crew that there, there's some good people a year. And you can have your reputation set around the neighborhood for the rest of the 364 days. So do king size Reese's cups, uh, king size, uh, Snickers, baby Roots and keep the people happy.
2: Baby Ruth. I haven't had a baby Ruth in a minute. I think the only time I have them is on Halloween.
3: And I don't, I don't know if kids these days even know what one is. So I tried to educate the youth. There you go. uh, Atlanta. With some baby Ruth's.
2: All right. Favorite candy bar. You got one candy bar to eat. What are you going with?
3: I, I just, I just That's it? said it right there. That's it.
2: Really? Neil, what do you got? Mouth. You got one candy bar. What you rolling with? One candy bar? Yeah. Um, world's coming to an end. You got, it Maybe be actually, but world's coming to an end. You got, you got, uh, one candy bar to eat.
1: What you rolling with? So it'd be one of two. It would either be uh, it would either be Snickers or uh, Baby Ruth, and it'd be a really close call. Really, you got some Baby Ruth people up in here. Yeah, yeah. So and y'all it, are the reason they still it. sell it. That's that's why. My <laughs> mom, my mom loves Baby Ruth, and so as a kid, I remember having Baby Ruth, and th- those were those were awesome. Now, if you count Reese's Cups as a candy bar, that's yeah. that's going to get in the competition at that point. Well, because that's going to be a serious competitor. It, it just. I it, do, it just is.
2: I do count it and that is mine. Okay. I I was raised on Reese's Cups and Dr Pepper. That was that was my that's what I was raised on. My mom my mom would she she loves her some right, right now telling this, I'm getting my ass ripped by my mother, but she she would she would throw down some Reese's Cups and some Dr Peppers. That was the thing. So and and to the point, she has trained me and I can tell you if the Reese's Cup is fresh or not. Oh. Yes. How I can, about that. And it's all about the <laughs> It's all that's about the a big too. Yeah. And it's all it's it's all about the peanut butter and chocolate ratio. Okay. So yep. you can't go get like those big Easter bunnies that they make. Nope. Too much peanut butter. You can't right. get the thins, you know, they make those, nope, too much chocolate. But the best is the the big eggs for Easter or the Christmas tree yep. or the, the big ones. Boy, yep. They got that figured out. <laughs> all right. This that's, might
3: be the best rated show yes. of all time. Just talking Halloween treats.
1: That's it. All right, here we go. All right, as you get older, do you eat do you eat sweets more now than you did when you were a kid, or less? I've always I'm a big sweets guy, so
2: I don't know. Probably ask my wife; she'll tell she'll tell you more, but I don't know.
3: And I'd say overall, in general, it's less. But when I do get after it, I just go on a binge, and it's a forty eight hour you know just a run of uh, of sweets, and then I can temper it down a little bit, but.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know, man. I, I crush them. I like sweets. I mean, I, I literally had, I made some vegetable beef uh, soup over the weekend. Yeah. So I went home for lunch today, and I had a bowl of that, and then I had two chocolate chip cookies that my mother sent for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, here we go. All right, so I want to ask you this: We got some serious football stuff here. Inter- interested yep. to get your thoughts on this. All right, so Neil, one of Neil's favorite quotes he's ever been told by a coach was the fans remember what you do in November. So that's 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 a big thing for Neil. One of his favorite coaches told him that. (sighs) See, look at (laughs) So my question to you is this, all right, two twofold here. We sit here, we start November here on Wednesday. At the end of the month, who's in Atlanta? In the SEC, who's in Atlanta? And then, the second part of this question, which we'll get to after we talk about that, is give give Neil time to think about this too. Is what team or teams out there do you think at the end of November we're going to have a different, a good, different opinion uh, than we have about them right now?
3: Uh, so I, I think this weekend is huge for for who's going to get to Atlanta. Uh, so you got Alabama, LSU. Uh, that, that's going to say who's in the West, who, who's the, from the West. Um, I got to go with Alabama on that one. Um, I just think it's more of a complete team defense, the whole deal. Um, and then the game that's happening over in Athens, uh, Missouri, rolling into to Athens. Uh, I'm going to go with with Georgia in it, um, getting to Atlanta. But I think th- these this weekend, those those two games are going to be critical for who plays for the for the championship.
1: All right, let me ask this because I'm curious because we do this, and I get why we do it. They've won what 25 in a row now. It's a bunch. You see them. You saw them in person. And sometimes they get they. Sometimes I think they get a little bored and play with their food. Speaking of candy, um, but when they're dialed in, they don't look beatable to me. Jeff, is, is there in in your mind? This is no insult to Missouri. This is no insult to <laughs> to, to, to Ole Miss. This is no insult to Alabama at all. All three right. really good teams put their records together. They're they're doing really well. Can any of those teams, if Georgia's dialed in and playing well, can any of those teams beat Georgia?
3: I don't. I don't know that anybody can, and I know we're going to talk about you know the the playoff predictions, all those kind of things. But I, I don't see when they are dialed in and it is uh, they have that chip on their shoulder and they're clicking on all cylinders. That, that's a that's a tough outfit to beat. You saw what they did, um, you know, against the Florida team that had started figuring things out, and they went down to Jacksonville, and you know, Lad McConkey was back and he had some great plays, and Stetson looked really good, so. Or uh, you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, you know the the reason the reason that they, I brought that up, Tyler and Jeff, is yesterday. I'm a big NBA guy, and we were watching Dang. the we were watching the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Denver Nuggets. Right. And and on Friday night, Denver played at Houston, and I did Houston at Memphis, and and they weren't super checked in. They played, and they ended up winning the game, but they they weren't dialed in. An 82 game season, you're not going to be dialed in every yeah, night. You're just not. Yeah. But they were dialed in Sunday. Like, they'd heard all the hype about the Thunder and all Chet Holmgren and all that stuff. And, and they were dialed in, and they just mauled them. And it was like, you know, my son's a big Thunder fan, and he's like, boy, this is rough. And I'm like, well, no, not really. I mean, sometimes you get a barometer, and sometimes you get a thing. And I said, and sometimes you just go, hey, the, those are the champs. And that's what champs look like. And some right. there were parts of the game on on Saturday against Florida where I just watched Georgia, and it was like, that's what champs look like, period.
3: Right. And then all they're hearing right now is how well Missouri played them last year, and how that was the the best played game of all year against you know Georgia, and they're going to hear that all week too. Uh, oh, don't and you know I don't it? It's going to sit well with many people over in the Butch building over there.
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like you know we used to have this saying about Alabama's: don't poke the bear. There's no reason to. Well, they don't even. Missouri doesn't even have to poke the bear. I was going to say Missouri's not even do, the ones doing the poking, but people are going to poke the bear this week because Missouri's had a great year, phenomenal year. They're coming in what they ranked 15th this week, somewhere around there. Uh, 14th, somewhere I think, there. but yeah. But they've lost one they're, game. They're 14th in the country. I mean, their only losses to a close loss to LSU at home, um, in a game that
1: they easily could have won. Yeah.
2: Then they they played so well; they're better than last year. When Georgia, this is probably what I noticed the most. Georgia looks like a bored football team. And when they're not bored, they kick your ass. And they were not they were not bored because it was the Florida, Georgia game. And Florida didn't do like they didn't play bad. You know what I mean? Right. Like they didn't play bad.
1: Right. That's what that's kind of what I meant. Was sometimes you just go, Hey, that team is just significantly better than that team. It's not about anything yeah. more than that.
2: And you look at like the other thing is, you know how we talk about when you play games like that, you got to go to win those games. And Billy was trying to win the game; he was going forward on fourth and one, and all that stuff. They stuff him, and then what does Georgia do? They don't play with their food; they go score, and so they they expand it. And so when teams like you have to play that way, but man, they they capitalize in big games; they capitalize on it, they're, and they're uh, they're tough to beat. But you wait because this is going to lead us into the next question here. I guarantee you, you wait till tomorrow because the official college football playoff rankings come out. I don't understand. It blows my mind how some of these – I don't know if it's Georgia fatigue already. I get the Alabama fatigue. It's been going for 15 years. But the Georgia fatigue, there will be people that do not have Georgia ranked number one going into the college football playoff. You watch. And then –
3: You see some of the early ones, they don't even have – they have them in the first two out.
2: Oh, I saw somebody. I forgot who it was. I turned it off. I saw that the other day on ESPN. I said, this guy, get this guy off the freaking air. How do you have a team – Literally, their last loss was to Alabama in the SEC championship game two years ago. That was their last loss. So that's right. that was the last time they lost. And by the way, before that, they didn't lose until until the year year before
1: in the playoffs. right, right? So I'm doing the math on this so two, 15 to 17, and they've won yeah, they've won 25 in a row. The all-time record was like twenty, is twenty-eight or twenty-nine. And if do you know have freaking hard it is to win twenty-five games in a row in college. Yeah, you guys do. No. I mean- well, no, I don't because I've never done it. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you, it's <laughs> it's not even fathomable, right? I mean, and they just they just keep winning. So of course, yeah, there's some Georgia fatigue, and I think there are people that they try to create a because it's a more compelling storyline for media to go. These are the four teams that could beat Georgia, as opposed to someone like me going. I don't think anybody's beating Georgia. I mean, right. sure, they could. Don't get me wrong, they could, but but like – No, 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 but here's the here's – the, They owe but there's respect, two respect, right? There's two I mean, things, right? And, Jeff, you know what I'm about to say. There's Yeah, can Georgia lose a football game? Sure. They can have a day where they're not particularly dialed in and they're not sharp, and the other team plays out of their mind. Villanova versus Georgetown back in the day when Villanova shot 79% from the floor, right? It couldn't do it again to save their lives, but they did it on the one night that counted, and they got it. Yeah, that could happen. But what I'm saying is if there's a night or a day or whatever when Georgia is dialed in and they're just playing their game, I don't know that I've seen a team who could beat them.
2: No, I agree. I agree. All right, with that being said, we'll dial this up. This is your chance, okay? This is your chance. Who is in, if this was ESPN, who is in Jeff Collins' college football playoff, top four, and who, but since the rankings are coming out tomorrow night, and who are your first two out?
3: Uh, So, the first two in uh, is two teams that I've seen up close and in person, and that would be the Georgia Bulldogs at number one and the Michigan Wolverines at number two. I just think just the roster, the coaching, uh, everything top to bottom, those are the two elite teams in college football. And then you got to go with Washington. I just think they're they're another team that I haven't seen them in person, but just Looks like a complete team offense, defense, special teams, quarterback play, mojo, vibe, the whole, the whole deal. And they've been, uh, they've had some really good opponents that they've had to beat too. Uh, and then fourth, I would have to go with the Buckeyes, so I put them at fourth. Um, you know, and then the the first two out, um, you got to stay with undefeated. So power five level undefeated, even though I think there is the. The league they play in isn't quite the Big Ten or the SEC. Is down a little bit, uh, but Florida State, and you know, I think you know Norvell's done a really good job um, there and utilizing the portal and all those kind of things. And then the first, there's a lot of good one-loss teams, uh, but the one that's the highest for me is Oregon. Little Patrick Nix's son out there doing some doing some work. So
1: they're good, um, dude.
3: Yep, really good. And there, there's a lot of good one-loss teams too. Um, but I just think they're the best you know, of those.
1: That's What's going to be fascinating to me is why I'm so glad we're going to 12, right? So Oregon and Washington are probably going to play each other again. The winner gets in. And so let's say Oregon wins by three points. Okay. I mean, totally conceivable. Okay, well that 3-point win means more than the win from earlier and I know you can't let them both in so you got to do something. I get it, but it's just like Well, they're going to use the excuse of conference champ. Yeah, right. That I, I agree I, get I agree with but you. But you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, just Well,
2: same thing with well, you're going to have the same, well, not anymore. I was about to say you almost had the same thing with Oklahoma and Texas, but
1: Kansas said hold my beer and watch this. How about the job Lance Leopold's done? That's He's good, Kansas. man. Man, wow. That was that was that- That was one hell of a remarkable environment. I mean, it just wasn't that long ago that Kansas sucked. No offense to everybody who was at Kansas, but it wasn't working. And he's made them – that is, as Oklahoma can attest, that is no longer a freebie.
2: No. uh, -uh. They got – Daniels, their quarterback's really good. Um, I mean, he's he's electric, man.
3: What's that? He can fly. He can roll. He can fly.
2: He can roll. My my college football playoff and yours are extremely close, except for I do have Florida yeah. State in. I think they're I got them in four, I got them at four, and I have uh, my first team out is Oregon. My first team out is Oregon, and I put yeah. Ohio State at six. I, I'm not a I think they're I think they're so limited at the quarterback position, it is sure. going
1: to bite them. And here's the it's thing that deal is going to work its way out because they're going to play Big Ten they're, champs going to be in.
2: They're going to play each other. Yeah, big, yeah. Big Ten champs in. Um, and you, then
3: they're. I have to play Matt Rule in the uh and the Nebraska Cornhuskers out of the West in the uh championship yeah. game So, that that's my big uh addition to the show for the day.
2: All right, real quick before we before we let you out of here, what SEC team do you think in November has a chance to change the narrative about on their, about their season in a good way?
3: Uh, yeah, I, and I, the schedules um some of them have been very front heavy which has hurt them. Um, but I, you know, I gotta, I gotta imagine, um, you know, I, I'm going to go, you know, with my heart a little bit and talk about, uh, South Carolina. I think they're going to put together a four game stretch. It's going to be pretty good. And they did it last year, um, you know, down the stretch. And I think, you know, the way Shane coaches and, you know, continues to pour into those guys in that program, um, that's the one without looking at everything else. Uh, I'll just speak from my heart on that one.
2: Do you know who I think is going to end up? Changing the narrative a little bit. Who? The Auburn Tigers. Okay. They gotta go play Vandy. Yep. They play Arkansas. They play New Mexico State in a row. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. They can win all three of those games. Sure. Um now that would give them seven and four going to having to play Alabama at home, sure. but that would give them some momentum. Um, because as bad as they've been offensively, so have those other teams. They're, I mean, I watched Vanderbilt. I think us three could play three on 11 and go take on the Vanderbilt Commodores right now.
1: There, right. There, there are some scenarios out there where there will be a lot of Auburn fans that last weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, how how great – hey, you know what I really – you know what I, I low-key
2: really want? <laughs> you know what I really want? I, I want – the the week after after the rough week that Hugh had with the Ole Miss fan base <laughs> for Ole Miss to need Hugh Freeze to beat Alabama last weekend that'd be the right. most that would be the most be, karma thing of all time
1: the football gods you you would know that the football gods <laughs> had been drinking at that point that they, they they were they they had had just a few too many on Thanksgiving and they're like you know what
3: let's hey, let's, was, let's do this I was just kidding
2: Hugh I was just kidding man don't take yeah. a, I was just kidding no no I need you this week I was just kidding. Yeah, uh, Peyton spinning
3: that thing on Saturday,
2: man. Oh, dude, I, yeah. We'll talk about we're going to talk about the games a little bit, but yeah, that was yeah, that was interesting. Um, you know who else can I? I think can really change the the standard on where they sit, creating momentum. There's two teams in the East, I think, too, that can do this too. One is Tennessee because they got to play Georgia and Missouri. Okay, and if they right. if they can, you know, depending on what they do there, and then Florida, you know, Florida. You know, they, right. if they they can do what they're going to do, I think they handle business against Arkansas this week at home. And then they got they got this little bad this little team called Florida State that's going to come in undefeated in a rivalry game in Gainesville. That that thing could get weird. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, although Jordan Travis could close his eyes and just throw it to Keon Coleman anytime he wants to for a touchdown. That guy's a beast.
3: He is. He the, is.
2: The guy's unbelievable. He he is. If there's a better receiver, I, I think he's better than Marvin Harrison Jr. I, I think oh. I think this guy's legit. I mean, yeah. he catches he, everything.
3: He just, I mean, Marvin is so smooth and technical, but Keon is just—I oh mean, he's God. just a, just a presence. Oh, the
1: NFL, the as as receiver happy as the NFL is, those three guys, Malik Neighbors being the other one. Yeah, <laughs> there's some NFL guys that are like, hey, we let's make sure we get the right one of these, and then I don't know that there's a wrong one in that group.
2: I think they'll take Harrison Jr. first because one of where he's coming, his he—they have a good track record there of. You know, dudes. But then too, is his dad, and he knows. He knows. He understands the NFL and what it takes and sure. all this stuff. He's probably a one. He's he's the best. Any anyway, arguably the best. Anyway, but he's got the pedigree, and then understands how to be a pro. Uh, so that will probably he'll probably get picked ahead of him. I imagine.
3: Well, Brother, he pre- when he speaks, how polished and yeah. professional and gracious, and I, I was impressed with him after the game uh, when they played Wisconsin. Just his. The way he spoke and communicated, and uh, and he's a baller too. Yeah,
2: no, that's that's good stuff. Well, brother, I appreciate the hell out of you, man. Yeah. Anytime. Y'all enjoy
3: Halloween, fellas. Happy Halloween! You bet, brother. Have a good
2: one, bro. Yep.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
2: All right. Before we get started, Brian says, I remember when Sisky said Keon Coleman was slow. In the Cooper Chevrolet chat, Grind says, I remember when Sisky said Keon Coleman was slow as Christmas in the offseason. I believe I was referring to Franklin, right? I didn't I didn't say that about Keon Coleman. No, you were I...
1: talking about Zachary Franklin. Yeah.
2: I didn't remember saying that about Keon Coleman. <laughs> now, Franklin, yes. That's why he, he's not playing a lot. All right. One, one of the reasons. One of the reasons, yeah. That and his name. And some other things. Neil, do you know what time it is?
1: Yep. This is the beginning of the inevitable slide towards me losing this competition. It's been <laughs> inevitable all along. It's why it's why people are like, "How come you never?" I've gotten this one a few times. How come you never trash talk? I'm like, "Cause I'm gonna lose. I'm not gonna add. Are fuel you already to giving it. up? Yes, one million percent. I've no chance. No chance." I never even I could have been up thirty five units and I'd have been like i'm going to lose. I know I'm losing. We did this last year this is this is not a dramatic thing here. This is inevitable. I'll concede now if you want me to really absolutely one hundred percent. this is absolutely <coughs> inevitable. I can't do that to you It's time for make and, it rain. And, and for the people and for the people out there, by the way that want to add to the loss? No. I'm not adding more things. I'm not. I'm not doing the stupid Texas A&M cheer shit on the side. No, I'm not mimicking that. I don't and I love how people who would never do it are like, "What if we give to uh, what if we give to charity? How about this? If you're that charitable, just give to the damn charity." <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm not. That's great. I raised Tens of thousands of dollars once ran a marathon for charity. I, I'm, I'm all for charity. I've, in fact, I've done that twice. But no, I'm not. No, I've done it three play times. Played golf too. I've done it three times. I've played golf for charity. and made an absolute fool out of myself playing a game that I don't really like, and hit like one hundred. I hit so many shots that I was sore the next day. So no, I'm not adding to the loss. <laughs> you want to go film yourself doing the t- weird Texas A&M crap? Go for it. Have at it. Send it to us. We'll post it. I mean, but I'm not doing that. So I know what my punishment is. I'm going to go to an airport and find out that I'm flying to God only knows where. And then I'll have to figure out my way back. Oh, that's great. As my wife goes, why do you agree to do this? And I'll say, you know, it's a fair question on your part. But I'll do it. I'll film myself. I'll send the videos to Cole and he can post them and it'll be perfectly fine. But I'm not adding to it i that's why when this thing got started, like, well, why don't you get attacked by a police dog? And I'm like, Because I'm no I'm going to lose. That was a winner, by the way.
2: That would have been gold for the show. You gotta think for the show, Neil. Gotta think for the show.
1: Yeah, I bet it had I, been over to quick. But I didn't want to get attacked by a police dog. <laughs> It wasn't gonna hurt you. I, I, there was no guarantee that it wouldn't hurt me. They wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, that's never. This <laughs> no, Yeah, that's never gone wrong. Never, not one time. We had police people in here that were saying they, all right, they would All right. I I have all in the respect in the world for law enforcement, but occasionally <laughs> it goes wrong. All right. All right. Do you have the I know I'm, I'm hijacking you here real quick.
2: Do you have the link for Battleon? Uh yeah, I can go get it. Yeah. All right. While you're t- while you're while you're looking for that, this Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The McCradian Siski picks the Mega Rain
1: picks. Uh, Neil. Is oh, and, no, and my flight must be in the United States. I'm, I don't even have a passport, so going, it's not. It's not going elsewhere. I'll send you to Gaza. <laughs> oh, I won't make it long. Hey. I'd make it longer than. Hey, I'd make it longer than a lot of these flaming idiot nut jobs who are like gays for Gaza. I'm like they'd kill you in ten seconds. They'd kill you in 10 seconds. What are you doing? (laughs) Idiots. People are so stupid, man. (laughs) I love it. All right.
2: So on the betonline.ag, and by the way, they send us updates. Somebody, Neil, I forgot to tell you this somebody that signed up through our deal won three grand this weekend. (laughs) So I don't know who you are that signed up through betonline.ag that won three grand this weekend, but hell of a job. Good weekend. I bet he was not fading Siski because all the fade Siski trolls, their ass is quiet today. They're quiet, Neil, because they're either broke or I blocked their ass. All right, here we go, Neil. You went overall. You went three six and two. The first time all year that anybody has tied uh, tied a line, and we did it uh, three times between the both of us. You went three six and two, Neil. You went two and four in college, but you did hit your money line, and you went one two and two in the NFL. I went. I'm gonna go ahead and say high hi for the year for your boy I went eight two and one I mm-hmm. um, uh, went uh, four and two in college lost my money line and then it went 40 oh, and1 in the NFL. so we'll start this bad boy off Neil you are now your overall record you are now 46, 46 and two but sure. because you've hit so many money lines you are actually up. Four point two seven units. So you've hit four point two seven units worth of money lines. You've okay. hit like, I think you may have hit more money lines than you've lost. I think I've hit four. So you're four and five in money lines then.
1: May have hit five.
2: Yeah, you're, you're, somewhere you're in there. You're 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 doing well there. I've only hit one. I am now forty-five, forty-eight and one. And I'm minus two point three units. I found a way to cut the lead by seventy percent. I made up 8.58 units. You'll be in the lead by this time next week. So now, Neil, you lead by 6.57 units. We've, yeah. We got a ball game, folks. No, we don't. We have a ball game. This game is over. I had, the, I had to talk to Bob. I had my meeting set up with the priest on Wednesday. I said, you know what? Let me back that bad boy up one week and just give me one more week to see where we go. All right, Neil, first game. You had Army minus 10. And they, total and, disaster. And they lose twenty-one to fourteen to UMass. Yeah, I How actually
1: turned that on for a little while, <laughs> and I went, "You know what? This is the true story." I think I am going to go rake the leaves.
2: <laughs> true story. That one surprised me. That one, I was with you on that one. I, that one surprised me. Surprise number two, Neil. So that was I didn't get your day. Your Saturday started off great. Then you had the App State Mountaineers. Minus 17 versus Southern Miss. And they actually came back and won the game. They were down big. They were down big. Yep. Uh, they come back and win the game 48 38 against Southern Miss, but did not cover. Uh, then you had South Alabama, our boy Kane, and them. Uh, minus 10.5 sure. at home versus ULL. That was not good. Yeah. That was rough. Um, that was not good. That was, they were down. They got down big. They came back, and then they got, then they, uh, ULL got them again at the end. They lose 33-20 to 20, um, at home against ULL. And set up this week uh, the battle for the belt this weekend against Troy on Thursday night in T-Roy. All right, Neil, your one win, or first, your one win versus the spread. You had Oklahoma State minus seven. This was easy money. I love this pick uh, so much that I actually bet it personally myself. Uh you had Oklahoma State minus seven against Cincinnati and they destroy Cincinnati. They went forty five thirteen and what is it? Wasn't even particularly close even at one moment in the game. They just dominated. Um Oklahoma State doesn't get enough credit. They have kind of put it together. After that, uh after they got smoked by South Alabama at home uh earlier in the year, they've kind of quietly put it together.
1: Oh, for sure. Um They're one of a couple of teams in that league that are playing really well that no one's even noticing. The other's Iowa State. Yeah. My boys. All right, Neil.
2: um, You also had Texas A and M minus sixteen at home versus South Carolina. This was just number was a little too big. They they beat them like that. They this game was never even in jeopardy. I'm surprised they didn't cover. Um, They win thirty to seventeen against South Carolina. That's just that was a
1: big number. That was a field goal away from pushing. Yes, they missed the kick. Missed the field goal. That would have given me a push.
2: Missed the field goal to push. All right. And then this is we're going to knock out two games of one here. You doubled me up, or we could have been, we could have been. That was this ended up being like a four unit swing. Um, you had uh Arizona line plus one forty two, mm-hmm. and I took Oregon State minus three and a half. Uh Arizona wins twenty seven to twenty four. Um I know well you may have stayed up. Did you watch any other scene? I game? did.
1: I actually got home in time to uh to see that one. All right, so I actually stayed up and watched the end of it because I was uh, downloading yeah. video and all yeah. that stuff. So I watched the I watched the end.
2: All right, first of all, uh, not enough credit. Jed Fish is not getting enough credit. Agreed. He's done a great job. I mean, and usually you don't see this. Now he's gone to his freshman quarterback, or I guess his redshirt freshman, however you gonna put him, quarterback. And they have played lights out really since the Mississippi State game. They've they've gotten better every single week. Um, and they got another big one this week. But they uh, they've been playing well, man. And here's what Oregon State—I still think Oregon State's a better football team. Oregon State started playing with their food a little bit. I do not understand this call. Or we'd had a tie game and at least going to overtime at the end of the first half. Matter of fact, I had the post-game show on. And I don't think you saw it because you were talking. And it was going on behind your head. I don't know if I don't even understand what Smith was thinking, the head coach at Oregon State. All right, so early in the, in the earlier in the um, second quarter, they line up to kick a field goal. They're down ten to seven. Okay, yeah. They line up to kick a field goal and they get called for delay a game, but they kind of snapped it right at zero. And when they snapped it, the the personal per, uh, the holder takes the ball and he flips it to the kicker who's running an inside trap but they blow it dead. He never – was. you just saw what he was doing, all right? And I was like, oh, he's probably pissed that he didn't get to run his fake, that he's probably been working on the whole week. And it was like fourth and two, fourth and one, something like that. So they backed him up. They kicked a field goal. At the end of the first half, it is 10 to 10. Mm-hmm. There's three seconds, two seconds left, whatever it is. Oregon State's going to line up and kick like a 35-yard field goal. The ball's at like the 20-yard line. Mm-hmm and instead of kicking the field goal with two seconds to go in a half, he tries the fake that he was that he wanted to run before that, and he fakes it and runs the kicker right off like a trap, you know, a po- off-tackle trap. He came and kicked out the end, blocked down, kicked, and he gets down to the 10, but he gets tackled. Like, you're asking your kicker to outrun the defense from the 20-yard line, like up the middle, not going to work. And so that three points that he took off the board right there, it ended up being the difference in going to overtime or not. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Um, let me tell you something else I noticed in this game, and I and they they kind of they they rotated quarterbacks a little bit of Oregon State. Uh, DJ, um, go ahead.
1: Ungalale, Ong- I yeah. can't say his oh, name. Oh, you can't
2: either. It makes me feel better. He doesn't do well under um, versus adversity. He you could see the panic in his eyes late in the game, yeah. and he was looking at he, he was he looking does to, not
1: like the road either.
2: And he was looking at. The rush and everything else. Now, when they got when they were down, he just had to throw it. Yeah, he is. You know, almost felt defeated. Like the look he didn't have. He didn't. I know how he he feels. He know
1: he knew what was coming. (laughs) It's kind of like me right now. I know exactly what's. Well, you won that one.
2: You beat me straight up on that one. All right, in my college, Neil, I had to Troy Trojans. Here's to the school we love. We're Trojans, one and all. We'll always cheer for victory. You Never let us fall. Go fight win. The Trojans on the road at Texas State win thirty one to thirteen. Yep. Had them favored by five and a half. Uh Troy is playing really well, really good football right now. Um game was closed for for till halftime and they kind of just extended it in the second half. Really defense played well in the second half. Uh Troy's good football team.
1: South Alabama's gonna have their hands full Thursday.
2: They will. It's going to be – and it, it's a rivalry game. This game, though, we'll talk about it uh, Thursday, but this is one of the weirdest rivalry games I've ever been a part of. Like, I've been on both – I've been well, – we were we were underdogs one year, huge. Um, and they beat LSU the week before. And we thumped that ass over it at, at Troy. And then the next year we came off, we had beaten like uh, Mississippi State and San Diego State, and they, and they thumped our ass like 21 to nothing. So, it's a, it's a weird game. All right Neil, the game that I'm most proud of on my on my sheet. I had the NC State Wolf NC State Wolf pack. Mm-hmm. And Grind, I hope you took my advice and took that 290 money line that I advised you to take in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. I didn't get no love. You didn't even let me know if you did it or not. But Grind, I told you NC State money line uh plus 290. Uh they hit. Uh that was as bad of uh dominating performance as you can have. And uh, Dave Doran had a little, some words for Steve Smith after the, after he the did. game, that's, that's a thing. Coaches are getting chippy, man. Coaches are getting chippy. I love it. Um, You know, what's great. I had this conversation with, with my young, my young generation at, at the office this morning. I can't believe Dave, Dave Doran would save that. And he's worried about what this, what this announcer is going to say to him and all that stuff. Like, you know, you you take shots, and when people respond, they get their they're, they're, all of a sudden they claim victim. I mean, he just said he just told him he could kiss his ass. I mean, I don't think see anything wrong with telling somebody to kiss your ass, uh, but that made my day. Um, now, Clemson, Clemson's in trouble, man. Do they win? Does what if Clemson doesn't make a bowl game?
1: Well, are we getting in are we getting in danger? They, they're, they're seven and seven in the last fourteen.
2: I'm going to tease this a little bit for Tuesday, Neil. I got a theory on this, and it's not just a Clemson thing. I got a theory. I'll talk to you after the show, but I want to talk about it in detail on Tuesday tomorrow. Um, but Clemson fits into this reason, okay uh, but they're in trouble. All right, Neil. I had the Tennessee Vols minus three and a half, a really good football game. Yep. Um I watched I watched uh some of it on my phone while I was at the game the other night and then I watched it I went home and watched the whole game. Look, Tennessee played well and so did Kentucky. That was just a well-played game. Um Tennessee got up. Kentucky had every chance to quit. They did not. They came back. And um they ended up beating them 33-27. When when Tennessee can run the football effectively, it's 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 tough for defenses to defend them. Uh, we talked about the. Kentucky,
1: Kentucky kind of falling off a little bit. They, 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 they got, played well though. They got a big. They got a big game this weekend. They they need to win in start yeah. They
2: they played well. You know, I mean, I, sometimes you want to you want to say, hey, they didn't do this or do that. Mm-hmm. They they played well. Um, it just kind of kind of was what it was. All right, and then the cover of all covers. I had two great covers. Um, this was one of them. I had the under in the Mississippi State Auburn oh, game this, yeah. at forty one and a half.
1: That, I, looked, that looked to be in jeopardy for a I, while. I had
2: it the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Auburn wins 27-13 at 40. Uh, I have no idea how this covered. Well, Mississippi State's punter did you some favors. He did me some favors. He, uh, he was launching rockets, getting a pin back. Um, yeah, they. this was uh, – I was very concerned about this one not covering. I was like, Ew! I had to wait to the very, very end. Uh, actually made my wife very mad because I would not leave the house until I saw the end of this game. Um, look, here's the deal. I think there's a lot of overreaction with the Auburn fans about the offense and how good it looked and this and that. They're not, I'm still not there, man. I just think, I think their average is grits. Now what they have uh, below average is uh, averager than grits, more average than grits. They do have a stretch of games here. Like I was talking about earlier. I do think they're going to beat Vanderbilt. I do think they're going to beat Arkansas. Um, I do think they'll beat New Mexico State. And you look up, man, they're seven and four. Um, Playing the game against uh, Alabama at home. I do not think they'll win that game, but crazier things have happened. Um, And he's going to get – it's going to be really – he's going to need it. If he can put together four straight wins here, it's going to get – it. you know, they'll be back. All the haters will be gone. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And if they win seven games, I think that's a great season for what they had. Where they started where yeah. they were. They can yeah. win seven games, good for them. It'll help him in recruiting. Uh they'll they'll start believing again. I'm
1: still waiting for him to have his annual stinker. So I'm 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 waiting.
2: It would have to occur in the next three weeks.
1: It'd have to occur in the next two weeks. They're not losing to New Mexico State.
2: <laughs> They're not so bad now. Don't hey, remember what I told you about my guy? Okay. Quarterback over at New Mexico State's fun to watch. Okay. Uh, but they should not. Yes, I agree. All right, Neil. And then I lose my money line. This is the one game that I lost that I had no chance ever winning. Shocked. I'm gonna be honest with you I was Shocked a little bit. Oregon goes to Utah. I had the Utah money line.
1: See, this is where this was the day that this was the game that I realized I was losing this competition because all week, like in Neil's picks at RebelGrove.com, the one game that I felt most confident about was Oregon. I was like, Oregon's going to beat Utah. They're better than Utah. They're just going to go beat Utah. I knew they would go beat Utah. Did I put it on the sheet? Did not. The other one that I, I ran my little formula, my little formula said Nevada minus one. And at the last minute, I'm like, no, it's a stupid pick. And so I went to Texas a and I, I have no chance. I have no chance. <laughs> have you lost all
2: confidence in your picking abilities right well, now?
1: Well, you're, you're talking to somebody who his. <laughs> My reservoir of confidence. If I have a water <laughs> bottle, it's like it's it's usually about right there. I mean, so it doesn't take much for me to go just completely lack of confidence. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's not gonna It's not gonna change in is my life. You just one bad week. No, no, no. It's over. You said one bad week. Oh, no, this this next week will be an absolute abortion. <laughs> You're a beaut. You it's coming. It's gonna be so bad. You're a beaut. All right.
2: Oregon waxes. That ass, they did. I'm talking about from the first play until the last play, they kicked their
1: ass. Yes, they're very, very good.
2: And and look, we can say they had won like what
1: 18 in a row or some shit at the house. You 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 change you change one play in that Oregon Washington game, and this oh. is not to minimize it, but Oregon wins, and we're talking about Oregon. They're the a completely one different or two light, or right? Or right? Yeah, yeah. They're 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 really really good. That yeah. was that was. That was one where I was like, why, why – um, anyway. All right.
2: A uh, couple other games. Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Georgia playing Florida. That was just – Florida did not play bad. Georgia wins 43-20. Um, Florida didn't play bad. Georgia just played good.
1: Really, really good. Um, when Georgia's dialed in.
2: Other SEC game we didn't talk about. Ole Miss uh, beats Vanderbilt 33-7. to um, I had two interesting things in this game. One was the arrest that occurred up and to my right. I was in like I think I was in ten. And I think it occurred in nine, but I, I kept seeing the guy in front of me look up, look up, and like he wasn't watching the game. He looked up, and I was like, you know how you look, feel like people are looking at you, and so I kept looking. I was like, oh, he's not looking at me, and I turned around and looked. And there you go. They, I think they took the wrong guy. Um, his, well, he had like a newborn and stuff. It was, it was a wild trip i don't know what happened i wish i could figure out what happened
1: were people telling the officers that they took the wrong guy
2: yeah there was a kid that that my wife knew i think they went to oxford high school that was telling the police officer that they got the wrong guy and they were not listening to him yeah and so i don't know i don't know what happened it was wild and then uh i don't want to out them but met i was sitting next to two two fans of the show and we had our own podcast we did. We had a great. We had a great time. Should have recorded it. Yeah, I uploaded it. Yeah, we had our own podcast. We talked about some good stuff. They asked me some some questions that I could never talk about here, and I just told them. Yeah. So that was fun. I don't think the guy, uh, one guy that was sitting next to, I think his wife was mad at me.
1: Because you were taking his time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But we had a good time. I enjoyed it. Drank some beers. They had some twisted teas. We had some, we had a good time. I had okay. some other lights. It Was. All right. Because the game was boring as shit.
1: Well. <laughs> See, I think Ole Miss just kind of did what good teams do, which is you play yeah. an, you, you <laughs> oh, play it. an inferior opponent, you whip them, and then they they got bored. And anybody's like, "Well, the second half, I'm like, will oh, stop! That game was over. They knew it was over. They knew what was coming. That was pretty predictable." Yeah, it was. It was you know Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt went with seals, and he was bad. And all right,
2: that was the most interesting part. The dude that came
1: in for seals that was a large man. Yeah, it was. That guy was freaking huge. I give Lane Kiffin a ton of credit for the, this. And, and he he admitted in the post game that when that g- kid came in, he was like, who's that guy? What are we – what's that? I don't think they were very prepared for that. It didn't matter. He couldn't – he was pretty limited with what he could do. But that was
2: – But he, he was trying to run over. him, mean, he was little, so big. Yeah. But like, do we know how big this guy was? I meant to look it up. 6'7",
1: 250 or something oh, like yeah. that? Oh, hey.
2: yeah. It was his first. The first play he gets in there, he ran quarterback power. I don't know who he freaking just just ran right. I through want to his say it was soul,
1: De- Dejan Anthony. But I mean,
2: just ran through somebody's soul. Just ran right
1: over him. <laughs> it was, and I was like, so that's who. I was like, I'd never heard of this kid, but
2: here's the, here's the deal. For every Van- every third down, I would have gone to empty and just said, "Go get it, big boy."
1: <laughs> here's the deal for Vanderbilt, and this is a reality for them. And I think I think Saturday was a pretty harsh reality for them. And and it's this. You can sit around and wait for change and hope that this <laughs> NIL thing gets regulated. I think it's going to be a long wait. I'm on the record here. I know there's a lot of people out there, people that, 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 that we know that, that d- disagree with me. And maybe they're right. I'm not, I'm not on some, I'm not bullhorning. I'm skeptical. Okay? I don't think Congress is going to really take this on. I don't think the NCAA is capable of taking
2: it. You don't think Congress is going to, you really don't think they're going to do any NIL when it took uh, four weeks to (laughs) vote on a speaker in the house. Is that, that doesn't, that is correct. That doesn't reassure your confidence in NIL legislation.
1: And next year is an election year. I don't think they'll do it then. And so (laughs) I I just, I I don't believe it. So, but here's the point. In the meantime, these are the rules. And right now there are basically no rules. And if you're not participating in it, you have no chance. And that's the reality for Vanderbilt today, is that right now today, you simply have no chance. That doesn't mean you won't pull off an upset here or an upset there, but the reality is you have no chance. And so you have to decide, are you okay with that? And maybe you are. But if you are, stop wanting to fire coaches and stuff and just go, hey, it is what it is we had no, a no, fire league no but some of their fans are getting pissed off about play calling and stuff I'm like he <laughs> if this wasn't about play calling guys and 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 you know i mean Ole miss Ole They're, miss Ole miss had a&m coming up and then georgia after that and and Ole miss had just come off a, a run of emotional games you knew and Bob, i knew i've covered kiffin long enough to know I i i'm pretty good at interpreting what he's trying to say he begged the fans all week, "Hey, show up!" Because he knew you guys are going to have to bring energy for us because we're not gonna, we're not going to have a whole lot. And he he wasn't about to dip into the whole come. He wasn't you know you know what I mean. He was going to treat that as a regular week. He wasn't going to treat it as anything special because he he knows what's coming. Yeah, for them to have a shot against Georgia in two in two weeks, they got to play the game of their lives. They got to play out of their minds. So he knows that and. For Vanderbilt, that was just a that was a cold dose of reality on Saturday. That you're just you're nowhere close.
2: We've said it <clears throat> um, before. Until Vanderbilt goes back to the rules admission rules that they have with James Franklin, it's going to be like this. I don't care how much NIL money they get. Yeah,
1: this one million percent.
2: The NIL, yes, it's extremely important. I'm not. that. Yeah. Well, saying that's just not, to keep <clears throat> their
1: players, and then they're going to have to they're going to have to back off the the. The entrance, the entrance stuff, or else they can't get any players out of the portal or whatnot. They were like,
2: "Well, James Franklin did it." Well, yeah, he got he was able to get dudes in there.
1: Okay, and oh, and there was no transfer portal then.
2: And there was no portal. We're, we're in a new era. And then he had they had the the couple of kids that got in trouble. Yeah, and then they 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 squashed it. Never again. Yep. So that's where they are. All right. <clears throat> um National games, uh Kansas. We talked about a little bit uh, upsetting Oklahoma. Um, wasn't surprised. I knew that was a danger game. It always is. They uh, just got outplayed. You know, and it happens. Got got called on on the road. Uh, impressive win to me here. Um, I'm glad I didn't bet on it because I would have bet the other way. Louisville dominated Duke, and Riley Leonard played. I mean, he played. Now it wasn't very effective. He was like nine of twenty three or something like that. Big win for Louisville. Yeah. Like if, if Riley Leonard doesn't play, people would hold that oh Riley Leonard didn't play. No, Louisville's good. They've had a really good year. That's that was that was that was a big win. Um in the most Cal thing ever. Cal loses, somehow loses a game. I don't know how they lost the game. Like I wasn't even watching the game.
1: I told you that was a money line candidate. It was. And You you knew USC was not gonna have any juice. There was gonna be any energy. How about this? Did you see that
2: there were – I think I sent this to you, The most cow thing ever. They had a protest right before kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> like, here was the best part. Me and – I think it was me and Bob were texting about this. I sent it to Bob. Bob's a big USC fan. I sent it to Bob. Bob had a good point. You know, there was a video like two weeks ago of a fan running on the field in Tuscaloosa, and the, and the security guard like targeted him, like knocked him out. Yeah. <laughs> like – these people are just sitting on mi- at midfield at kickoff. Do you know what would happen to the group of young people if, let's say Alabama plays LSU on Saturday. Yeah. And there's about 40 people that decide to go sit down at midfield. Do you know how that's going to turn out it's for them? It's not
1: going to go well. <laughs> they, there's going to be. If the cops don't get them, the other fans might.
2: Oh, my. There's no chance. That wouldn't happen. And they just look. They, they sat them in the middle of the field, and there's literally pictures of them. The cops are just standing here looking at them like this. Just, just silence. Just sitting there talking, not even trying to get them up. That would what, not go. What well. were they protesting? I don't know. It said just, all I could see on the shirts is it said "Justice 4, and then something was written in red that you couldn't read it. So you couldn't even read your shirt. Save your, t- you went to jail, and you couldn't even save your shirt.
1: Was it about the Palestine Israel I, thing, or do you know? I
2: don't know. That was kind of like the guy getting arrested at the Vanderbilt game. I was joking with the guy that I was talking to next to me. I said, you know what? It's one thing if you get arrested at a – like, if let's say it was like the Ole Miss LSU game. You can tell your buddies, I got arrested. I was so hostile. I got arrested at the Ole Miss LSU game. I got arrested at the Egg Bowl. I got arrested at the Ole Miss Alabama game. Nope, you can no longer tell that story as long as you live because you got arrested at the Ole Miss Vanderbilt game.
1: They were protesting a professor being fired. What was the quit. Prof- what was the professor being fired for? <laughs> quit.
2: <laughs> that is, there you go. Pro- justice a for a teacher
1: them. got fired for sexual misconduct <sighs> or stalking another instructor. <laughs> so they, they didn't want that teacher to be fired? <laughs> I swear, man. We got it's a butte, man. We got here's <laughs> the great news. I tell my kids this all the time. I do, I tell my kids this all the time. I, I, I have people go, because I'm going to be honest, like, I don't worry about everybody else's kids. I worry about my kids. Yeah. Okay? It's a reality. Makes I'm, you a normal human. Makes me makes me normal. Well, you yeah, you know, all these people going, you know, kids today. Screw that. I'm glad that you're lowering the bar. Lower the bar. Because the kids, like my kids, they're going to be way above the bar. They were going to be above the bar in the first place, but if you really lower the bar, well, now they're like super elite. They're going to be great. They're going to be able to get jobs. They're going to be able to make money. They're going to be able to do whatever they want to do. They're going they're going to be successful. So I tell them all the time: this is it's a good thing that your generation's completely shot. It's a good thing. <laughs> You'll have your choice. That's great. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm I know, I'm, t- I'm totally right. All right, they're then- just it's just. These kids marching around. <laughs> it's not their fault. It's the old, it's our generation's fault. Not my fault, by gosh. No, not mine either. I mean. Oh, t- man, yelling cloud. Not me. my fault. No, no. I mean, but you know what I'm about to say. Like, You do the thing with the participation trophies and your team that y'all don't go take them. I hate them. I knew I had done a good job with Carson. I mean I knew a long time before but I knew I knew we had done we had done is not me Laura had done a really good job with Carson when his t- Tupelo football club team finished second in some tournament where the final was pretty damn chippy and it came down to like one shot and it was a lot of talk and the it's loud stuff and they made him go take that picture and they handed him that medal and as he walked by a trash can just deep I said yep There you go. Hey, do you know what
2: I actually did last night? I took, so upstairs in the man cave, I guess it's not a cave if it's upstairs, whatever you call that, the man cloud, um, it gets hot as hell up there. So I put a window unit in the back of the house. So I took it out last night because it's getting cold. One of my kids, like their second place rings that they got, it helps prop up the corner. There you go. (laughs) So it was a critical part. I put all the stuff that I needed for next summer, I put it in there. So I I had one of those rings popping it up. There you go. All right, uh, Georgia Tech upsets UNC. Big loss for UNC.
1: Big loss for UNC and Georgia Tech having one of the weirdest seasons in the history of weird seasons. Them and South, man. They've had some weird losses Same thing some with some big wins, yeah.
2: South and, and South Alabama and Georgia Tech up and I down mean, South Alabama
1: goes to Oklahoma State and blows them out. And then, yeah, just bizarre.
2: All right, Neil, National Football League. Then we'll get out of here. Neil, you went 1-2-2. Two, and two. Your first game, you had a backdoor to McCready cover or tie. Yep. Uh, the Commanders lose to the Eagles 38-31. You had the Commanders plus seven, so you pushed. Um, they had, they jumped out 38-24. They had, Washington was in control of this game the entire game. Yeah. The entire game. And then
1: – A.J. Brown happened.
2: Yeah. Well, he played well the whole game. Yeah. They just – That's what I mean. They did, He
1: was just too much.
2: And then when they tried to finally do something and Bracken did stuff like that, Devontae went off. So um, – that, that push there, um, and then a game that we had head-to-head, two-unit swing. You oh. had the Pittsburgh Steelers plus two-and-a-half. I had the Jaguars minus two-and-a-half, and the Jags win 20-10. to 10.
1: You know, there's a lot of talk about Mississippi State's offense, about Arkansas's offense, about Iowa's offense. It's all legitimate criticism. <laughs> Can we talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense?
2: Well, that's terrible. I mean, people have been they're they're asking to fire the OC at
1: the hockey game. They're doing chance. I mean, I'm a big Mike Tomlin guy. Okay, I think Mike Tomlin's terrific.
2: Well, yeah, he has never had a losing season. But
1: Mike, this decision didn't work out. Everybody keeps talking about Matt Canada. No, this is on Tomlin. You hired him. Yeah, it's bad. You got to fix this. Because um, I don't know that. I mean, Pickett's not setting the world on fire, but they're not putting him in many good positions. Jags have quietly put it together. I don't know how many they're one in
2: a row five or six now. Something in a row. like
1: that. They're they're solid. Um, they're they're really good. They've quietly put it together. Because we'll, we'll, I see another game you got here. I, I've got I've got a little got a little AFC hot take in a minute. Go ahead. Okay.
2: Um, your next game, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, the battles number one and number two picks. Yeah, this was a
1: pretty boring game. It made it really easy to flip to Thunder.
2: (laughs) You were the only one watching it. Uh, You had the Texans minus three and a half, and they lose outright 15 to 13 to get the Panthers their first win of the season. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, they set it up for a field goal to end the game, and it was a weird ending. I did see the ending of it, but the uh, Texans lose there. Uh, as As a tie, we both had this game as well. Um, I had the Browns plus four. You had the Seahawks minus four. And I get back, Dordman Crady. I got screwed on this one. This one was one I was legit pissed on uh, that you and I played together. We tied there. Um, End of the game. Browns got the ball minute 50 left in the game. And instead of running the ball and forcing uh, Seattle to take their timeouts, they're going to try to get the first downs and end the game like on an early down. He throws the ball and hits the freaking uh, deal, the blitzer in the freaking head with the ball bounces up. They pick it off at midfield score. Um, so that's how you covered there. Um, the Browns, the Browns went, like I just don't know even if Deshaun Watson they had P.J. Walker playing the game at quarterback. The Browns are they're a quarterback away from being really good. They run the ball well.
1: Those are famous last words in the NFL,
2: though. I know. But Deshaun Watson, they got one that they paid. He ain't the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But, like, they're, they're a quarterback away because everything else, they're good. Um, they shouldn't even been in this game. Um, and then, one you won last night. Let's end with a dub here. You had the Chargers minus eight and a half. They beat the Bears 30 to 13, easy. and it could have been 770 to 13. Yeah. That was just a complete and utter ass kicking. It never was a game. Why that
1: game got put on Sunday night is beyond me.
2: No idea. Unless it was just something they did early in the season. Uh, have they hit their flex part yet?
1: No, but I mean, I don't know. I guess they were thinking that Fields would be better. Yeah, if it was isn't? a
2: Fields Herbert yeah, thing, yeah, I don't know. But it Fields, wasn't.
1: by the way, pushing back. Finally, he's about had enough. He's he's criticizing the coaching because the coaching is privately criticizing him. That deal is not going to end well. No,
2: they're going. They could be in a situation where they get the number one and number two pick. Um, and if they do that, his ass is gone.
1: Yeah, but talking bad about him behind the scenes is not the way you raise his trade value, for God's sake. Oh, I agree. Um, I had
2: the I went four oh and one in the NFL. Um, besides the two games we just talked about. I had the Saints. I actually picked the Saints. This is the first time in a long time your boys picked the Saints. So vibin would be proud of me. Um, I took the Saints and I pick them. They win 38-27, really uh started out rough, but just like any you know, other NFL game, and eventually the, the talent takes over. Uh Derek Carr played really well last two weeks. Um I like the uh, played well the night, threw the ball very well. Uh they they stretched it out. Defense played well in the second half. Uh they handled that pretty good. Man, when Taysom Hill gets in at quarterback and they run their quarterback run package, man, that's deadly, man. He 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 they couldn't slow him down. They could have ran the quarterback run until they puked last night. Um I had the Dolphins 30 uh minus 9 uh they beat the Panthers 31 uh the Patriots I'm sorry. Uh 31-17. They played with their food a little bit um in this game. Offensively they they turned the ball over had some stupid turnovers. They try this game should have been a blowout. They won by 14. They should have won by like 28. Uh but they covered uh sets up a big game this coming Sunday. They play teasing crumpets thursday morning the in and well, i guess it's not teasing crumpets so we'll have to figure out they maybe, play thursday morning uh, fr- uh sunday morning okay Eight thirty. i think it's actually we'll have to do some uh some bratwurst i think they're in germany they're playing uh the chiefs dolphins chiefs sunday morning at eight thirty. get your freaking sunday started off with that and then neil i'm wrapping this bad boy up with this one and I know I was the only one, me and whoever bet on this game were the only two people watching this. I know Weldon bet the same bet I did. So I think we were the only two watching it. In the greatest cover in the history of bets, this is the greatest backdoor McCready cover of all time. I had the Cardinals, my uh plus nine and a half. Okay. Yep. They are down, they are down 16 points. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're down 16. They score with about a minute to go in the game. Track garbage time to bring it to 10. Well, they have to go for two to make it 8-0. Dobbs scrambles, leaps for the corner of the pylon. He gets in. Two-point conversion, good. Bring it to 8. Nope. Wipe it off. Flag for holding. I'm like, oh. They back it up to the 12, the go for two. Don't get it. Down 10, no timeouts, a minute to go in a the game. They kick the onside kick and get it. I don't even know what the percentage of onside kicks is in the NFL right now.
1: has to be very low. It's very
2: low. They get the onside kick. They have the ball, no timeouts at like the 40-yard line, minus 40, and they're down 10. So they kick a field goal. So they're out of timeouts. And so they throw a long one down the middle of the field to tight end. He catches it, goes down at like the 20. They actually like wasted so much time they didn't spike it. I thought they were going to try to score a touchdown. They threw a fade. It was like 20 seconds to go. So they sent the kicker out there to kick the field goal to cut it to seven. And how about oh, it gets better, Neil. I'm not even remotely surprised. Oh, it gets better, Neil. You ready for this? Sure. Prater, they line up, they kick it. He misses the field goal. But guess what, Neil? False start on the offense. They backed him up five and then he hits it.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just not even a little surprised.
2: Cover back to McCready cover. So that finishes up week number nine of McCready and Siski picks. We're going into week 10 with Neil leading by 6.57 units. Um, real quick before we get out of here, Neil, uh, couple NFL notes Bengals destroy the 49ers yesterday Uh, 49ers lost three in a row they've gone from being this Debo Samuel and Debo Samuel and Trent Williams have been out yes and they they're not playing well Purdy's not playing great nope um defensively they're giving up too much and they're not even missing many people on defense um and the and the Bengals this was great the Bengals literally used cuz they can't protect anyway. They freaking three-stepped and checked down. They just and then got everybody up and then went over the top. I mean, it was it it's was al- It's
1: almost like they had a couple of weeks and said, "Hey, let's reevaluate what we're doing." And it also was like Burrow's finally getting healthy. Burrow moved around really well. Had a and he looked he looked normal. He looked really really good. I thought he looked <laughs> I thought he looked better than he's looked in a long time. For sure, the best he's looked this year. Yeah, but I mean, it's been a minute since he looked like that. Yeah,
2: he like left like they had quarterback draw call on third and nine. I mean, they they did some things. Uh, and, and
1: defensively, they're okay. Yeah,
2: no, they 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 played well, man. They uh, it wasn't even that
1: close. I mean, they they won by what? If they 13 can, points? if they can package that. And they did this last year. This is about the time that they got hot last year. If they can package that, they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough out. Yep. And and the way they're using Jamar Chase all over the field. His route chart yesterday was like incredible. You just don't see that. The way they're using Chase with all the other weapons they have they 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 got a real shot. Because yeah, get- you look at the AFC, and yeah, Kansas City, and Jacksonville's good, Buffalo's good, there's some good teams, but there's nobody that is this dominant force that you go, okay, well, there's no way you could go to Arrowhead and win, or there's no way you could go to Jacksonville and win. That's just not the case. I, I think Cincinnati remains very much a Super Bowl contender.
2: Yeah, because the, the, literally, team me up for the next one, the Broncos at home destroy the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday, 24-9. to nine. Kansas City scores zero touchdowns against the Broncos, who two weeks ago were the worst defense in the NFL.
1: Mahomes was sick. He didn't feel well. He, did, he played like he didn't feel well. But what you saw in that game was the epitome of what the NFL has become, and it's why this draft is so big. It's why we'll get three months of of, of talk off the draft. This is a quarterback league. And you 100%. saw what the Chiefs look like when their quarterback is mortal. And look, I'm not, I'm not this is no hot take on Mahomes. He's awesome. He remains, if you give, tell me I have one guy, I want him. But when he was off his game, he just didn't feel good. He, I, he probably felt horrible, probably didn't need to be playing. But you, you're not going to ever get him to, hey, I'm, I've got the flu. I'm not going to play. He's going to play. But you saw what the Chiefs are without a great quarterback pedestrian. Yeah. It, that's the, That's the story of that league, and it's why, with Caleb Williams and Drake May and those kind of people coming out, if, if you're in a position to get a franchise quarterback, Bears, you, you have to get a franchise quarterback, and if you're in a position to get a franchise quarterback and you draft wrong, screwed. it haunts you. Bears. It haunts you. <laughs> it just haunts you. It's Bears that, D1 and have the history of, of destroying it. It's that simple. Look at the Bengals. The Bengals when, they, when Burrow wasn't healthy, they, they were pretty pedestrian. This yeah. is a Bengals team that went to a Super Bowl and went to the AFC oh. title game in back-to-back seasons. They looked pretty pedestrian. Then suddenly, Burrow's healthy finally. He played healthy yesterday. He was pushing off his back foot. He was running. All of a sudden, you go, oh, they go to San Francisco, win by two touchdowns, and you go, this is a Super Bowl team. That's this league. It's what makes the league fun. It's frankly what makes that league interesting for any fan base, is because if, if you feel like you have your quarterback, you got a shot. Flip side, if you don't, you really don't. Uh, some quarterback notes. Now that you said that, team
2: me up for that one. A couple things. You know who else doesn't get a lot of credit? Is doing a really good job, really, the last two years. Used to get killed it was a high draft pick, and it didn't work out, but it's doing really well right now. Who? Geno Smith.
1: Yeah.
2: Didn't work out for the Jets. Bounced around. Found a home in Seattle. Yeah.
1: No, he's good. And, and he's I, playing well right now. I wonder if he's good enough. But look. He is right now. They could win the West.
2: I mean, San, all you got to beat is San Francisco, San right? Brand, yeah, San Fran's got some issues. Um, And then uh, I haven't seen him in here today, and I probably know why. He's probably struggling today. Our good friend, GJG, <laughs> big Falcons guy. Desmond Ritter gets benched yesterday. He didn't get – hey, got benched for Heineke. <laughs> so, that tells you all you need to know. And – same game i haven't heard these guys I, I don't it's funny how this works out where are all the will levis haters at today
1: i can you hear him? can you hear him in the distance i'll i'll never and i'm not saying levis is going to be a, a great quarterback by any stretch of the imagination but I, I i'll never understand we watch we do we do everyone's doing a bryce young you got to give the rookie quarterback a little time shit that was his first start got to give rookies first start rookie quarterbacks a
2: little time let me, tell you, let me tell you what Will Levis did. He did the greatest thing that any rookie quarterback can do. That Tannehill didn't want to do, Malik Willis, he can't do. When you're in trouble, Neil, and you got a pass play called and no one else is open, do you know what you do? If you're, if you're the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, this is, this is what I would literally, if I knew Will Levis, if I was Will Levis's agent, I'd say, this is what you're going to do. You're going to run the play called, and when you can't find anybody open, you close your eyes and you throw that bitch up to D-Hop and let him go get it. That's what you do. You th- throw it to players because they will make you right more than you're going to be wrong. Yep. Jalen Hurts. Hey, man, Jalen, look, if all all else fails, close your eyes and throw that bitch to AJ. He, he's going to make a play. It's amazing how that works out. And then a sad note because you and I both came to really like this guy over the summer with our Netflix special. Kirk Cousins tears his Achilles, done for the year. Probably done as a Viking.
1: Yeah, maybe I mean, ma- maybe done.
2: Hey, maybe.
1: There's,
2: There's probably there, he may have one more journeyman shot yeah. somewhere, but it's a shame though. I don't want. He's a good dude, man. Great guy. I mean, after you watch that Netflix special, yeah, no, great guy. You hate to see guys. You don't want him oh, to end it like that. I always way. hate
1: to see guys get hurt. Period.
2: But he knew it. He kind of did it and then ran off and sat down on the bench, like in the middle of the play. Um, it's just sad that that it went down that way. And uh, last thing, then we're done. Tonight, Neil, Monday night football. Mr. Mm-hmm. Monday Thursday night's got a swag back a little bit after the weekend that I had. Mr. Monday Thursday night has a play tonight, Neil. The Detroit Lions are at home, and they're hosting your Los Angeles, or excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. The Lions are favored by seven and a half. Is it down to seven and a half? But, Neil, that's not what I did. I've already made the play. Yep. I bought a, I bought a point.
1: Okay.
2: Uh cost me five bucks, but I bought the point. I have the Lions on betonline.ag. I got the Lions minus six and a half for tonight. I didn't uh, like the think half
1: hook. I think they'll cover that.
2: I like the Lions at home uh, to – 'Cause the, the Raiders gotta come across twice. I know yep. they got a little time, but it's a night game, but
1: I won't see that one. I've got exhibition basketball and I will be writing. Well, I had I got old Miss Tusculum. <laughs> I had a on a Monday night. On <laughs> a game that doesn't count. That's gotta be That's when you know you've made it. <laughs> That's when you know you've arrived.
2: All right, so serious question here, because now we're just bullshit. I'm done. What do you – like, What what is the story? I don't know. Like, what are you looking for? Uh, I mean, because they're all going to look good.
1: I suspect there will be a, a lot of people there. Excitement. Okay. There's all right, now we're
2: going – let's write the story. We're I'm good not, excitement.
1: I'm not really good at that story, because okay. that story is really for next week. Okay. That's the story you write on the opening night when they play Alabama State in a game that counts. Okay. And so – is that their first official game? Yes. Okay. When is that? A week from tonight. All right. So I I will probably keep it short and just write about what I'll probably build it around what he says afterwards. Cuz I don't I, I'm not I'm not going to be the guy that reads a lot into what they do against Tusculum. Why not? Because it's stupid. <laughs> and i'm not going to pay much attention to his rotations unless it unless they look like a game rotation okay but if he's clearly hey i'm getting everybody out here we're going to get which is what most coaches do in exhibitions we're going to get everybody some minutes we're going to get everybody some run I'm going to get the new guys used to playing in this building with crowds and officials and the whole deal i'm not going to i can't get into rotations so unless there's like news on their two waiver guys i don't there's not a lot but it's one of those things where Unless he says something profound, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what there is to really take from it. But it's one of those things you have to cover.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I like. Uh, I do. I like going to the Ole Miss basketball games. That's a thing that me and my kids enjoy doing together. Usually the midweek games. Knox is usually the excited ones because he knows if he can go to a basketball game, and he stay up late. <laughs> but we uh, we do the. Um, I'm, I am going to be a little disappointed though, because I'm sure the ticket, my, my last minute tickets that I usually get, I mean, dude, last year, I shit you not last year I was getting, I got tickets for basically the fees. I never paid more than $4 for a ticket last year. And I went to probably 10 games.
1: Yeah. It'll be a lot different than that this year. I think I do too. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, No, they, they did. They did. It was brilliant on their part to bite the bullet and hire him. Because I think they were afraid there'd be a lot of backlash. There really wasn't. And um, they've handled it really well. And he's, look, he's the deal. He's really good. Now, I don't know that they have the players this year to make some sort of a tournament run. I don't like that narrative of tournament or bust. I don't think that's fair to to Beard. I don't think it's fair to the kids. I don't think it's fair to that program. But I do think they're going to be much improved. And I think they're going to be much more competitive. Nothing against that team last season. But look, you know this. When the writing's on the wall, you just don't play the same way.
2: It's tough. It makes it very difficult. Um, and I couldn't imagine doing it now. Like, that's what I'm interested in. Somebody like Arkansas, right? Arkansas is what, two and six or two and seven? They're two and six. Two and six. If Arkansas loses this game, it removes all on which the, we get it, but oh, no, it, removes, they could, they could, it could crater. It officially removes all yeah. hope from making a bowl game. All right, and you live in this world of the portal. How checked out Whew. is a team that's two and seven hosting Auburn? Big time. Now you got Auburn, who probably is going to go to Vandy and win. They're five and four.
1: Meanwhile, what's interesting there, right, is is on Saturday they played Purdue in an exhibition basketball game. Place was sold out. Wow. That's a good game, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, in their defense, that's like, a damn good exhibition Like, game. that's
1: the crazy part. Like, not to get on that topic, but if you're them, I mean, that's where you, as an athletics department, maybe you scratch your head and you look at each other and go, maybe we're just not meant to be good at football. Maybe we, maybe we need to be a power in this. I, I don't think know. They've already made that decision. <laughs> or I think they have. But that if, but if that's the case, then you don't fire Sam Pittman would, and, and pay him $10 million to go away. That's my point. Agreed. My point is not is not Agreed. It's not the joking part. It's the money part. Hey, if we're not really going to be serious about this, just let him coach. Let's put the money in other stuff. That's, but if you're going to be serious about it, and this is the problem that some of these programs have, you got to figure out how to get money, either money for both or how do you move some of that money to this? And what happens if you move some of that money for this? Are you just making two sports mediocre? Yeah. Because, I mean, when you can when you can get – what's that place hold? 18, 19? It's a huge – By Walton? Yeah. Uh, Not that big. 14, 15. 14 or 15. When you can put – let's call it 14 just to keep it conservative. Okay. You can get 14,000 people on a Saturday in October to come to a basketball game. That doesn't count. You got it going yeah what are they preseason this year like 13 or
2: 14 somewhere in there you got me curious now gotta look it up bud walton arena holds 19,200
1: hundred. Nineteen two. Yeah. it was packed out so they got 19,000 plus on a saturday in october for a game that doesn't count it's pretty good but you can't do anything in football and maybe that's maybe that's who you are and sometimes that's like one of those things that you just have to acknowledge, and maybe this is, it's what's interesting here. It's one of the things I'm watching at Ole Miss, and then we'll go. Kiffin's got it rolling. He's twenty five and nine in the last three seasons. That's good by anyone's standard, mm-hmm. and by Ole Miss's standards, that's that's way he's raised. He has taken the floor of that <clears throat> program and raised it. But to do it, he's done it through portal. He's. That's where he's done the lion's share of his work is in the portal. Mm-hmm. The portal's expensive. Portal gets more expensive every year. So to stay there, you have to continue to do it that way. It's a lot of turnover. Is there anything left after that? Is there enough left after that to truly be as competitive as Chris Beard wants to be in basketball? It's one of the things I'm watching. I'm not, I'm not saying that the answer is no. I don't. Right. I don't know, but that's one of the things I'm watching. Eric Musselman clearly is benefiting from football being poor.
2: Who are the Who are the NIL players in basketball in the league? Like that you know of? Oh, uh, that are really doing it. I
1: mean, kind of everybody's doing it.
2: I mean, like, like. Like you know how you would say uh
1: USC Texas, yeah, Texas. I mean, it's, Texans, uh, Texans I mean, I mean Missouri, Arkansas, okay. um LSU. Yeah, LSU. But he's rebuilding a train wreck, you know, because right. Wade that cratered. Right. Um I don't know how much that he'll try to do when he's when he's got it going. Is
2: Auburn splitting it with Pearl?
1: Yeah, Pearl's gotten in it. Alabama's been involved in the yep. portal. Alabama shopped at the high end of the portal. That's the thing about basketball is that the top end of the portal is pretty damned expensive.
2: One player counts as a lot, and one player's a yeah.
1: lot. Yeah, it's, it's expensive, and so it just the question comes: you know, you you have a budget as a family, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, if we take this trip to Disney World, we can't go to the beach this summer. If we go to the beach this summer, we can't go to we instead of going to Disney World, maybe we can go to Six Flags, but we can't do can't do both. Yeah. All right. Some of those, I think, some of the departments have those questions. Hey, do we want to go to Disney World or we want to go to the beach? Which is it? Because I don't know that we can do both. Or maybe we can go to Disney World and make a small trip to the beach, but we can't go for a week. We can go for a weekend. We can go to the lake. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to go to the beach. Okay, well, we can't go to Disney World. But I want to go to Disney World. Well, then we're going to have to come up with more money, right? And so that's what I'm – I'm watching that at, like, Kentucky, for example, At clearly at Arkansas. It's, it's a thing. And at Ole Miss, with Kiffin going the way he's going, I mean – you show me a scenario where, like, they, let's say they go 10 and 2 this year and go to the orange cotton, whatever bowl that is. It's, that's that's it's two that's access bowls in three years. He's going to be able to get what he wants to a, to a certain degree. But if you get that, you can't keep going back to the same people going, okay, hey, we need you to give to basketball now, too. Right. And then if they do, what, people go, well, what about baseball? I don't know that at some of these schools, and I think Arkansas's one, I think Kentucky's one, I don't, I don't know how many schools would not fall in this. I don't know that you can do it all with the prices where they are. Georgia, Georgia didn't have a lot of money for basketball. I, yeah, agreed. They don't have a lot of money for baseball. They've put it. They've put It's all, all, all in football, everything. and it's worth it, right? But they're not winning in everything else. It's working out pretty good for yeah, them. Yeah. So it's it's just it's it's interesting. It's <laughs> it did work out for Tom Cruise well. It's the interesting thing to follow as we kind of move along. When when people have success in other sports, what is that sport worth to you as it pertains to football? All right, we'll uh, we'll roll. Thanks to everybody for being with us. Thanks to our friends at uh, Rain, of course. Rain Total Body Fuel. Go to Rain uh, Body Fuel on Instagram to learn more. Please support them. Hit hit them up with a, a message or whatever. And obviously, when you're out and about, buy Rain products. We'd certainly appreciate it. Also, I want to thank everybody
2: in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. Reminder: Cooper Chevrolet and Aniston is busting high interest rates with a super low financing and no payments for 90 days on most SUVs. You can also get 2.9 percent APR or over 4,200 off of the Chevy Equinox. Or you can also get a 2.1% uh, percent APR on the Blazer Trail Blazer and Traverse, which I just purchased, a nice white one, um, even on the Silverado Heavy Duty. Learn more at
1: cooperchevrolet.com. We'll be back on uh, Tuesday tomorrow. tomorrow for another edition of uh, McCrady and Siski. Until then, take care.